What is up, gamer guys, gals, and gender nonconformers, and welcome to this episode of the Mostly Normal Gamers Side Hustle Series, where Woo! we will be talking about Death Stranding. Yeah, we and will. Whatever the fuck that means. I am joined today by AJ, mostly initials ID. Hello. And Shane, I can't remember your nickname, Pavlik. Yes, Sim indeed. Game Shane. <laughs> Dude, That's I like. Right. I can't remember your nickname, Shane. <laughs> That's pretty good. I usually come up with the best nicknames on on uh, you know just kind of randomly. And this sure. is also, if you haven't figured it out yet, John Swanson. Anyway, what do you guys want to start talking about first? This fucked up game that we all endeavored. I don't know. It's complicated. It is complicated. What I wanted to say in the beginning, which was a struggle fest, and you would only be able to appreciate, I think, if you played this game, is that AJ and Shane were running hand-in-hand like Mario and Princess Beach while I was (laughs) moving you from the depths of your esophagus, but only when you repatriate. If you understand any aspect of that and realize (laughs) how fucked up it is, then you've played Death Stranding. For sure. And it leads you into this abyss that you can only understand through 50 hours of gameplay and i think that and you guys probably got there too and the people out there who appreciate the game i can totally understand people playing this game for an hour and being like what the fuck is this i don't want to play this anymore (laughs) i can totally get that but for those of us out there who actually gave it a chance and saw it through i think we were heavily rewarded because the yes. only, you can't watch the last two hours and be like, oh, I get it. You have to have the context of the entire journey mm-hmm, to sure. understand that. All of those things that I just said, while they're very convoluted and make no sense on a surface level, make sense in some symbolic way when you play the game, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. What are your guys' takes? So trying to think about making sense of this game and then all of the trailers that were dropping in advance to its release and how everybody was like what the fuck is this game like this doesn't make any sense now having completed that journey how would anybody ever release a trailer about death stranding that would make sense i I think those trailers were the most logical (laughs) it could have ever been released to try to give folks an idea of what this game is because it is fucking madness well the most iconic clip i remember from the trailer is when mad mickelson rises from the water with like all the army guys around him yeah that's probably like the main the meme from the trailer would be that (laughs) dude Mm -hmm. crazy things about like those for the baby three trailers and stuff all of those scenes were in the game yeah, like, I remember yeah. watching uh-huh. them when they came out, and I was like, these aren't going to be in the game. Like, there's no way. These are all just tech demo kind of stuff, seeing if how these actors look in the engine and stuff like that, and he's just showing us it. All those scenes are in there. Well, do you remember the copies were sent out for review, and there was all those crazy NDAs, and then Kojima yeah. put out the nine-minute trailer that was, quote, full of spoilers, unquote, 
which you're right, all of those scenes were in the game, but it wasn't a spoiler just because yeah. they were just fragmented yeah. clips of randomness, you know? Yeah. Like, nothing nothing like, really was spoiled at all from the trailer. No. Yeah, dude. Like, I remember watching that and being like, how the fuck was that a spoiler? I'm more confused now than I was before I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, man, unless you played this game, it's hard to spoil. I could tell you what the ending of it was, and you still would have no idea. Yeah, that's true. And I, getting into the gameplay kind of stuff, I, I know I talked about it on a one of our canonical episodes a few weeks ago, but one of the things in the beginning of the game is I think it balances the story with the gameplay to the point where the story is intriguing enough to keep you interested even though the gameplay might be somewhat mundane you're kind of wondering what else is in this world that i can check out and then as the gameplay gets more interesting the story's still interesting but then you're kind of grasped by the gameplay also and then yeah. it swims together i don't know how you guys felt in the opening hours i think shane i don't know about you aj but shane sounded like he kind of liked it from the word go actually i liked it from the song don't take yourself so seriously by low lower that song comes on it froze me in the games i was like wait a minute i'm literally walking around delivering packages in this beautiful fucking place i have no idea what the hell all of these cutscenes are even trying to tell me about i'm literally just not gonna take myself seriously i'm just gonna enjoy this world and see what the fuck happens that moment i was in Um, yeah yeah aj what about you I pretty much liked it from the get-go. I was just, like, immediately impressed by just, like, how cool just coming up the elevator was, to be honest with you. Like, that little... I think it's hiding a load screen, you know, that animation where Sam is just riding up and it's kind of turning. Like, all right, this is a lot cooler than people made it sound. Just delivering packages, but you're delivering, like, super fancy high-tech packages. And in some cases, humans. Yeah, yeah, dude. Those parts were the craziest. Yeah. Uh, it was like delivering in the first one, whenever you're delivering your mom to the incinerator. Yeah. It was your mom who just so happens to be the president. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that I was like, that was fucking crazy. The first time you take those couple steps and you're not holding L2 and R2 and that body <laughs> shifts, like yeah. it feels like the entire controller shifts out of your hand and just you know, immediately, like, you figure it out, and, oh, it's so fucking cool. Word, yeah, dude. Word. I don't know if you guys noticed it on the map, but, like, I pretty much followed the storyline missions. I did some of the, like, ancillary missions, but mostly I just stayed on the main line because I knew it would be long enough as it is. Did you guys notice on the map, especially when you get to what is supposed to be, like, the Midwest of the United States, that there were dots on there that were not filled in? Or weren't part of the chiral network? Yeah. So yes. are those areas that you can open up, but you we haven't yet because we didn't do all the missions? or You know what I mean? So I, in chapter three, I was just doing all types of deliveries. You yeah. know, I was not necessarily focused in on just sticking to the story. I was just enjoying the world. And I found a lot of places i don't know if you guys didn't (laughs) so i you know i i thought it was just you know i would naturally find them but maybe there were other ones that you know you guys kind of skipped over i I have no idea i know there is supposed to be a secret room 
Did you have those missing dots and stuff at the end of your game also or not? I don't think I had any missing dots in the end of mine, but I honestly, I don't remember. You know, we're, we're now talking about two months since I've uh, logged into Death Stranding. I should have logged in just for shits and giggles. I saw they put an update in today, so or maybe it was today or yesterday. Uh, and I was like, oh, what did they do to Death Stranding? But, yeah, I saw that. It, I th- at least mine updated yesterday. I don't know when it actually came out. I think it was today. It actually, it, it was, the update is to, um, so you know when you come across BTs and that your Odra deck or whatever it's called pops mm-hmm. open, that little mini cinematic? Yep. You can turn that on and off. Oh, really? What? I don't yeah. want that Why off. Why would you want that off? I don't know. Of the things, like, I mean, I would like to turn off some of the mini cinematics in there because there are a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, which the IGN review, I think, covers pretty comprehensively if you remember but like that's not really one of them so i don't know i thought it was kind of weird yeah maybe if you're going interesting in and out of areas with a lot of bts like if you're going out of an area and then back into it with a like you don't want to i don't know it didn't i could see that to me because there are times where you walk 10 feet out of it and then walk 10 feet back into it and it does the thing again so yeah i guess i see that yeah all right Here's oh, a killer the, question. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go, no. Then, then go I ahead, have a question. Uh, what was the coolest moment with BTs that you experienced? Well, I don't want to. I don't know about the coolest moment specifically. I don't want to get into that yet. But I just want to talk about like just how much the BTs. I guess. Well, everything combined just made me care about these packages, and I think the length of the deliveries were crucial to creating that feeling. Um, I know that people will probably complain that they're too long sometimes, but when you w- are walking for a half an hour and then all of a sudden you're going through some BTs and they spot you and you know how they kind of like pool around you and then they start grabbing you. Uh-huh. And if you like mash the button, sometimes you can like, if you have enough stamina or whatever, like just rip away from them if you're on the very edge and like get away without them pulling your boxes off. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. punch them. And yeah. it's like such a fucking feeling of relief if you actually get away from like them grabbing your legs and the opposite of that when they fucking rip those packages off you after a half hour of walking there were multiple times where i was audibly like no yeah bastards (laughs) and then like i'd get away and then you were able to pick them back up most of the time but man i hated bts so much at that moment like yeah (laughs) and it wasn't even like a rage it was just like a i was almost sad it was like a desperate like yeah like no (laughs) yeah because you want to it's like this uh i mean even if you do get the package in back you like wanted to deliver it undamaged yeah or uh, yeah and as minimal damage as you possibly could and And that's when those time fall shelters were key yeah for sure those were awesome man i think my favorite thing with the bt was when you got the umbilical cord cutter oh, oh yeah, yeah dude that was pretty cool it didn't i got a couple a disappointed a couple times when um i'd walk up in that square button pop to like hit it and then it would like disappear and i would hit it and then what did square do if you weren't cutting the umbilical cord i can't I remember, remember. <laughs> but it, it was not something you wanted to do when you were around bts so you would pretty much always get caught if you mm. were doing it so there were a couple times that happened but it was really cool to 
it added to like the stealthness of it. Mm-hmm. So like doing that. So I almost like, never used that. I oh, did really? a lot yeah. towards the end. Towards the end, yeah. During that one section where you were roaming around that kind of desert esque uh, yeah. area and you know, they're everywhere. Like yeah. <laughs> there was an obscene amount. You have to collect uh, those I don't know those fucking packages, right? Yeah, but there was like some kind of there was like package. seven of them or something, maybe even more. Yeah, yeah, dude, there was way more than seven. Was it? Uh, yeah, if you yeah. go deep in there, there is even more and more. It's like, mm-hmm. like, because a couple times I'd be like, oh, I wonder, I bet if I walk this way, I can get away from it, and you'd just be no, like, no, I meant the packages you had to to collect. Oh, because it was like a mission that, yeah, yeah, yeah not the mono BTS, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you had to grab like four of seven of the packages yeah Yeah. Uh, i uh focused on getting all seven there were just an obscene (laughs) amount uh, of bts in there i made it through but it was very slow going step at a time another bt cut that cord find the other one walk over cut the cord it's like holy shit that was that was fucking sweet just like the way the game brings you in and makes you feel as if you're a part of the world, I can't say another game has made me feel that a part of the world in a very, very long time. It just, everything I did felt like I was doing it. You know, like mentioning carrying the body, you know, feeling the weight of the packages. That's so just incredibly well designed. When I hear people talk about not liking the idea of, you know, having to pay attention to the way you walk, I I think that made the game so brilliant for me, uh, is having to do something that, you know, is just standard in most games. And paying attention to it was really incredible. Yeah. And I I mean, he also, like, if you press L1 and R, I'm sorry, L2 and R2, he, like, grabs his backpack straps, you know? So mm-hmm. it's not like it's just something you're doing. There's a mo like he's hankering down. You know what I mean? It's like he's like yeah. grabbing it. Like all right, let's do this shit. Like let's get serious. So I don't know. I, I'm with you, man. That was I think a lot of people had a similar experience with uh, Red Dead Redemption Two because it was a lot of people found it immersive like that, and I'm not one of them. But I feel like that's that's probably how people felt about that game, too, because it's more of that you have to be invested in the world in order to so, get it. I can speak on that because I really liked Red Dead a lot. Oh, right. Huh? Um, you had it, too. However, the world was beautiful. It was a world I liked to be in. Uh, I liked looking at all of the different environments. I liked that if I was riding my horse down St. Denis and I bumped into somebody, they were going to be pissed and the cops were going to come after me. You know, it was more lifelike. However, I wouldn't say it was immersive like Death Stranding, where every step you felt the weight of. You know, the scenes in Red Dead just kind of took a long time. You know, like picking up something, yeah. there was a scene on you picking it up and then you'd get it. But it didn't feel like you were picking it up. Uh, whereas Death Stranding, like you oh, I see what feel the weight. I get what you're <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, yeah. So I both I think are amazing games. Yeah. But I, I think Death Stranding is a better game. And not by a little bit. <laughs> oh, right on. Cool. I didn't know you felt that way. 
It's good to know. Mm-hmm. So one thing, like, I thought the mission was kind of funny when you uh, took the girl to marry the dude that she left, you know what I mean? Or her mom made her run away or whatever. The junk collector? Yeah, the junk collector. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Pick up this girl who doesn't... I don't know, man. It's just one of those several things in the game where you're like, what the fuck? What are you talking about, Kojima? Because you're like, is this girl like 15? Like, yeah. Who is this girl like? I honestly was unclear if it was her, his daughter. Yeah, or, that's what or, I thought too. No. Yeah, I was the exact creepy. same thing. Because she's like, in the scenes, she's like, at the beginning, she's playing with this toy, you know? Yeah. You're like, uh, okay. And then you bring her back. And they get married, and then, like, a little bit later, you get an email from yes, him that's dude, like, yes. marriage fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> dude, that is the best email. Uh, when I got that, I was cracking up. Yeah, that was awesome. I can't remember what it... Oh, it... Uh, familiarity breeds contempt. That's how he... Yeah. I think, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is so funny. But then... Couple, then she leaves, and then yeah. at the towards the end of the game, he's like, he sends another email. I'm gonna win her back. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I don't know if there was a better. I I don't know. If, I think that was a mandatory one actually, but yeah, for sure. Uh, that one was that was pretty good too. That was and really it's another good. one of those cases where you're carrying a human, and you're just like. Yeah. Why you're like two blocks away from each other? Can't you just figure this shit out? Like. You know, but yeah. it's cool. But it's one of those things where you're like, this doesn't make any sense. There's the one where you have to deliver a pizza. Yeah. And it's like, you can't flip it over or whatever because it's a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. it has like the damage bar. <laughs> Did you guys catch at the end of the game who you were delivering that to? No. Shane? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, you- I... I- you're Elaborate. delivering it to uh, what's the main villain's name? Higgs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because if you're when you're walking back, there's uh, you get an email and it's Peter something is the dude's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Deliver the peaches to, and it says Peter so and so's. You can go check out his bunker or whatever. So you go check it out and it's Higgs. Higgs's bunker. No what? shit. Dude, yeah. yeah, I definitely didn't notice that. Yeah, you can probably go check it out now if That's you want. That's a good Easter egg. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. So I thought that one, yeah, that was a pretty, because it. That's hilarious. He's granted like, a lot of. Troy Baker wants some pizza. Exactly. <laughs> granted, a lot of them are like obscure, but they make sense. Like you're delivering a package to somebody who, like the engineer, because he's an engineer and he's going to engineer something for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The pizza one is the only one where you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Why am I delivering a pizza to this random person? You know what I mean? So yeah. that one always felt a little off to me. And plus yeah. that character had an actual name, whereas everybody else is like, the characters had names, but if you went to the location, it had like cosplayer or... <laughs> yeah, that was the one I was thinking of too. That's and funny. then <laughs> it, but this one had Peter, whatever his name was. didn't have like a location so i was like something's up with that so then when i got that email i was like i'm definitely gonna check that out so another thing uh with higgs i didn't realize that that was him that gives you the bomb 
and you know oh. that really shady thing like yeah. i knew something was off yeah but i thought it was just like some like shady some guy dude. that might be yeah. working oh for higgs. yeah i didn't actually realize it was higgs yeah um i was with I you was there like, too oh, man. Shit. yeah but you don't i don't think you get revealed his face until after that too you know yeah, yeah well correct. and could yeah. he be any more like obvious foreshadowing yeah. he was pretty <laughs> he was like yeah take this it's fragile yeah. <laughs> yeah it must have fallen off yeah some lurky dude you never interact with another human being in that entire yeah it's like day. the only person that you ever see yeah other exactly. than fragile i guess like, oh sure i'll take <laughs> like, this. out in the world but shane did you have another like the cosplayer with conan and dude, the yeah otter hat or whatever that the was otter hat, otter hat was so great. absurd yeah uh i uh I love everything about that. Also, I love that uh, currently around the cosplayer's uh, house, people are just peeing everywhere, and there's mushrooms like ridiculous. Kotaku wrote an article <laughs> about it last week awesome. uh, that everybody's peeing outside of Conan O'Brien's house, and so it's like that's awesome. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have any other favorites? I got something. So, John, you, you wrote this down uh, in the doc. So, the sticky gun and asking how many packages oh, yeah. you caught. So, did you use the sticky gun a lot? It's it's cool if you are a line of sight of something. And you're like, I don't want to walk all the way over there and get that. You just shoot it, and then it comes at you, but it just fucking zips at you. <laughs> it's so it caught me off guard, dude. I, and it, but it doesn't like really. It doesn't prompt you to hit a button, but I thought. I was like, I wonder if I hit the grab button, circle or whatever it was, if I'll grab it. So I just kept trying it and like nothing would happen. And then there were like two packages that I actually caught as they like flew over my head. That's dope. Wow. But that's it. Every other time. Did you guys not catch any? I never even used, I thought the sticky gun seemed stupid. So I never yeah. even tried it. Not a sign. I never yeah. used it either. Well, Did any you guys... Time- it was packages outside of reach. I would just be like, I wonder if I could do this. And then, then it just became an obsessive thing of like, why, sure. can't, I, why can't I catch it? And it was kind of <laughs> funny because these packages, you're like, oh, this is a good way for that package to like, it's like AJ, like you were talking about in the episode for this week about slapping your friend in the game. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's There's something like stupid and funny about shooting something so that it'll come to you. And then rather than it coming to you, it just flings fucking 50 yards over your face and even further away than it was to begin with. So that, I don't know, I just found pleasure. It would give me a good giggle every now and then. So I kept that just seems so Kojima. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. It does. Uh, Absolutely. did Did you guys ever ride on the carriers? Oh, yeah, dude. I didn't. I, I had heard about that. But how do you do that? I never tried it. Oh, yeah. So you just, you can't have anything on it. So you need to have everything on your back. You're on top of a mountain. Uh, You can only do it in the snow. Uh, And so then you drop it down and you're connected to it. And then I think it was square to step on it. Then you step on it and you're just snowboarding down the hill. Uh, So, yeah, it was actually pretty sweet. It controlled decently well, too. You know, I definitely need want to go back and try that because there were so many times, and that's when I did try it, but I couldn't figure out how to do it, and it wasn't, like, blatantly obvious, so I just kept trucking through the snow or whatever. There are some points in that game, man, where it does get pretty arduous, especially, like, you can't use a vehicle at some point. Oh, yeah. And and you have to walk a long ways. Uh Uh-huh. 
in the snow. If it wasn't for the good soundtrack and the beautiful scenery and stuff, you would be... I could see where you would lose it. Yeah. And the fact that you've already put 40-plus hours in the game. Yeah. So, were there any other things? I know I put on here, like, uh, I thought the idea of the zip line was cool, but there were so many where I'd come across it and be like, oh, cool, I wonder where this goes. Oh, nowhere. Yeah. So, I had that problem, too. And I even tried putting one together one time, and I could see both of them and it still wouldn't work and i don't know why honestly it wouldn't because it the way i set it up looked like it should have worked yeah so when you set it up it has to turn green and i think it was a uh, 316 uh yards you couldn't be further than that apart okay uh, it had to be with inside that radius and then you could connect them from there and obviously nothing blocking your route Mm -hmm. so i did some experimenting with the zip lines and built a couple routes the problem i kept having is whenever i would start a mission i would say and whenever i knew i would have to go back i would build along the way a zip line route and then i would get to that location and then that location would send me somewhere completely different <laughs> uh and i'd never go back that same way again and i was like well, nice. i built this but i can't use it at all so well, hopefully you um, help people did you get likes i did get i got a lot of likes throughout because I, I built a lot so you know that's the sim game shane and me and i like to build as much uh, as i could so i hope you guys utilized because uh, i assume we'd be on the same network because we're friends so but i i think it also if you upgrade that stuff then it has a longer range because i noticed if you came across a zip line and it it was 200 and some odd meters it would show you the next level would give oh. you whatever oh okay. i didn't realize that yeah and that was another downside i was gonna say downfall but it's not a downfall it's just a downside like is it a time fall uh, well not only that but like yeah okay nailed it <laughs> i didn't even catch it like a lot of the road building and stuff that stuff was all set up but it wasn't done you know what i mean it's like coming across a construction zone where nothing's being done you have to put resources into it but then it would take time to build and i would progress further before that stuff had progressed and by the time i got back to that area so we, you're going from the far east to the far west. And when I was trekking back west to the east, I was like, oh, I mean, I wonder how much more of the roads have been spread out. Oh, none of it. It's not any different than it was when I came across the first time around. There's sporadic things set up, but not really anything of substance, I felt. So here's mm -hmm. something I didn't realize to the very end of the game. Were you going to the... Oh, fuck. What are those stations called? Those Anyways. road building stations? <laughs> no, no, not the road building stations. Uh -oh. Like the uh, where you get missions. Like a way station? Oh, yes, yeah, sure. Stations. You know, the, everywhere that you got the missions, those, yeah. those locations. Did you know that if you went inside there and went into the shared locker, there's just a ton of resources in there that you can take as much as you can carry and then deliver them to the road building those stations? Things. Yeah, but I guess in my haste, I guess, I was hoping that stuff would kind of take care of itself as I progressed and then I'd come back and it would be different. The lack of sim game Shane in me <laughs> doesn't really want to take time to do all that shit Same. i mean i think it's cool man and it's the part of me where i kind of wish that four big games came out every year so that i could spend more time with each one but mm -hmm. sure, it's not how it is i feel like 
okay, I want to play this and I want to experience it, but I'm not going to put a ton more hours into it than I absolutely have to, I guess. I wish I wasn't like that, but that's just how my brain is. Well, and also, in your defense, that time spent would literally just be you driving back and forth between the way station or whatever we're calling it and the road building station. So it's not even like you'd be doing something that interesting, <laughs> just right, going right. back and forth. Right. That well, that's that's cool. the game. <laughs> Right. Yes. I know, but everything uh, else is a lot more. I don't know. I guess for me personally, the building the road wasn't as rewarding as just delivering the packages. So the thing yeah. about the road is, I, I I built about half of the highway. So yeah. And you travel so much faster on that fucking highway. Yeah. Uh, versus any other way. I and, did fill up a couple trucks of resources and bring them there. Nice. Um. And and so you also when you do that, it's your battery doesn't die either. You stay fully mm-hmm. charged. So I wish I would have known sooner that I was able to get so many resources. Because if I would have known that while I was playing the game, I definitely would have completed the highway. But since yeah. I found that out on one of the last couple missions, I was just like, oh, are you fucking kidding? Because that's why I would get stranded in random places and then end up losing my vehicle. Uh, then I'm carrying all the packages on mm-hmm. uh, you know, the carrier. Then its elevation is too high, so I can't take the carrier anymore. So then I'm just carrying it on my back and <laughs> my shoes are falling apart yeah uh, but you know our pets heads are falling off <laughs> it's I, that's what was amazing about the game though you know uh, yeah sure. <laughs> i'm with you what did you guys think the most surprising moment was i know what mine is what's yours you know when you're interacting with bb and he's in the thing like in the private room and like there's the one where you're like hey hey bb and then it just like turns into dead man's face oh did that happen to you guys? I don't know if I remember that. Yeah, Is that when he, like that one of the numerous times he comes up and surprises you? No, it scared the shit out of me. It's just like BB's face just fucking turns into um, dead man's and then Sam wakes up from like a nap. Oh, it's like, yeah, you go to Yeah, it's you know how you can just like go interact with or check on BB. Yeah. It's one of the it's one of the cutscenes when you check on BB, I got it like turns into dead man's face and it like he wakes oh, up from a nightmare. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that Dude, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. I rarely <laughs> checked on BB in the private room. If I was there, then I knew he was in a good spot. Like, I would yeah. check and soothe him for no reason out, you know, in the world. Yeah. But if we were in that, I never checked on BB ever. To be yeah. fair, Gucci Pucci told me to check on him a few times because I think he wanted me to get scared oh, <laughs> of Dead Man. <laughs> I wonder if good that's... job, Gucci Pucci. That's yeah, awesome. Sure. I wonder if that's something like Guillermo del Toro wanted because of his horror slash suspense background and stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, what did you guys think of the story? I thought you were gonna say the story, like of the stories being surprised and there were oh that there were several i knew amelie and his mom were ostensibly the same person somehow yeah make any sense that she would show up on his beach when he was little and then also when he was old that made no sense so i knew there was something goofy there right her ka and her ha yeah man (laughs) it was brought up like a ton and another that's other something I like it in video games and movies too when they there's some either whether it be cultural or um historical or whatever an area that you know nothing about you know and yeah makes you 
be like, what the fuck is ha and ka? Like, and then you're Googling that stuff mm-hmm. and learning like something new that you never knew before. Yeah, I totally As a video it. game <laughs> felt like saying it, you know? <laughs> For sure. Whenever you're finding this out, though, you know, you're sitting on the beach, right? And she's walking around you in a circle telling this. That was so frustrating for me to, like, keep spinning the camera around to follow her to talk. Uh, I was just like, just fucking stand still. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, surprising moment. I feel like it was surprising and not at the exact same time. I actually... I'll say this, but then I'm going to say an actual moment that I was surprised. So surprising moment was finding out that Sam Porter Bridges is actually the original BB. And that's why you're having the flashbacks. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was like, as it was getting, I was like, I bet he's BB. I bet he's BB uh, the entire time going through. And then you like, you have the reveal and like, I was like, yes, that's amazing. Uh, I love that. And so I'm glad that the story panned out that way. Um, yeah. Cause I, I feel like they were, leading up to that and with the way they were putting these like subtle hints if it didn't pan out that way i'd be like what the fuck uh so as much grief as kojima gets about his writing uh i thought he did a really good job of uh, having foreshadowing throughout the lead up to that moment and i liked it now a moment when i was surprised was that at at the very end when you have the choice to burn bb or not, uh, or uh, Lou, or who we find out is actually Louis or Louis. Louis, um, yeah. Uh, because yeah. Lou is actually a, a female, so yeah. then the name, you know, he calls her Louise instead of Lou. It turns out she's a girl. Yeah. Oh, BB is a girl. Yeah. Correct. But what was his wife's name? I think either the wife or the kid was Louise. The kid was Lou. In the, in the recap video I watched, it said that Lou was named after his wife and daughter that he lost in the crater explosion. Oh, okay. So I think Luis was the wife or daughter. And then, and then he called the baby Lou because of that. Oh, okay. See, I was wondering because there's so many loops and I still, so we don't know who his mom is then, right? Well, his mom is Bridget. His, yeah, his mom is the still mom from those cutscenes with, Oh, Mads oh. Mickelson. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Bridget is yeah. his mom. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who that yeah. Is. Yeah. God, so fucking convoluted, <laughs> but brilliant. And so then his mom isn't the pre- isn't Bridget. No, well, right. in a way, Correct. like she yeah. like adopted him after yeah. Yeah. after Amelie yep. saved him on the beach. She like sent him back to the real world, I guess. And then Bridget adopted Sam as like her own baby after and she raised him. His dad. After she killed his dad, yeah, yeah, and and him actually, and, because because yeah. the dude shot Mads and hit Sam, and that's why Sam went to the beach and Emily saved him. Like the bullet accidentally the hit the baby when he killed Mads Mickelson. Yeah, which is how Sam got the ability to repatriate because he's like connected to the beach because he literally died and was saved by Emily. But then the BB in the game, right, is random. Is a random baby. Because it's just, remember that guy had the BB and was, like, using it to, like, transport shit, but then that guy got killed, and yeah. he just, like, picked it up. Yeah. And it was d- dysfunctional in one of your early missions you are supposed to incinerate it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then BT show up, and right. shit goes down, and he Shakes helps you escape. Out, bro. Right. 
So, but we're we're correct in saying like we don't know who his actual mom is, right? Other than the still mother being, I guess we don't. I mean, I don't remember them ever saying her name, but yeah, okay, yeah, and you never get to see a scene with a still mother. So yeah, it's just her in like that tube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chamber. So then the other like fucked up thing is like there are lots of cool things like the. Well, I want to talk about Mama first. Like, I don't, and I text Shane this too. Like, I still don't understand why she died. They don't really explain it. I don't think, unless Shane has a better explanation, other than the fact that she died because she severed her connection with her baby. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what, if that was keeping I think her that's alive. That's about somehow. what Shane said too. <laughs> well, so she died. So that's why the BT baby existed, is because she was supposed to. Well, be she dead gave at that birth. Moment. She gave birth while she was like pinned Trapped. under the sh- yeah. Correct. And so her and uh was it her sister Lockney, they were su- they were separated at birth and they were supposed to be together. And so right. they were again a situation of a ka and a ha. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I can't remember which is which, but that's why when she had the baby, she couldn't leave there because she was not really supposed to be alive. And so coming back and reuniting with Lockney, she was able to rejoin her sister so they could become one uh, as they were supposed to be. Um, So she doesn't, her physical body dies, but her entity lives inside Lockney as their one person as they were meant to be. Were they, were they born as like conjoined twins or what was their? No, they got like half and half of things. I don't really know. Cause I know, that the one girl produced eggs and the other girl had a functional uterus. Yeah, correct. Yeah. But didn't, but and vice versa, the one girl co- didn't have a functional uterus and the other girl couldn't produce eggs. So they like made the baby together. Right. And I but thought they are that the, I thought that the birth. baby died during birth, and yeah. that's why it was connected to the thing. Right. That was my <laughs> understanding too. But I mean, again, understanding of stuff is kind of a not a real thing in this context i don't think and (laughs) and you have here on the dock uh part that stands out and the part that stands out to me is the trek with mama's body because that was for me and i don't know if it's just because i wasn't prepared correctly when i set out but that was for me by far the hardest of the deliveries because i didn't even have shoes left by the time i made it Aren't you also oh. battling at the beginning of that like a giant BT lion or something? Too? Oh yeah, that's when I think you in like the middle of your trek you have to fight that thing. Yeah, yeah, like that's the giant BT lion. Crazy, and that's the first time you see something like that. Right. That was oh my god, my heart was racing. <laughs> Those things <laughs> so were so cool. Yeah, yeah dude. Cool. One of the ahead, coolest dude. parts of the entire game. I don't know if you guys experienced this, but it's you're going to i think at not city at the very end and if you follow the road you come to a point where there are four giant bt lions yeah did you destroy those lions no i ran dude i tried like five times really uh, and died every time and i was like you know what i'm gonna try to go a different way and maybe they won't be there. Uh, and so I like cut through the mountains to get up there and I made it through and, you know, didn't deal with it. But like seeing the four of them and like trying to kill them was so fucking hard. And like, I was like, 
no, you know, this is the way I'm supposed to be going. I have to do this. And I was just like, fuck this. There has to be another way. <laughs> so I, the way I took care of that part was I, so you come across like a mule camp before that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't kill all the mules, but I shot them with like rubber bullets the or bean bags, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sticky gunned him and tossed him fifty yards over my head. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I didn't really do that, but that would be awesome. Uh, that would be sweet. Put that in an update. Uh, <laughs> but I knocked them all out, put all my packages in there underneath their tent, so it wouldn't get they wouldn't get damaged. And then went all the way and fought those fucking things because I did. I thought I had to because I'm with you, Shane. I tried to cut through a different way. Yeah. But I must not have like gone back far enough to do oh, it. So they just yeah. kept coming up. So I was like, fine, I have to do this. So then I just did it and fought them. Holy fuck. Barely got through it. And then walked Dude. all the way back to the mule camp and then drove to the part. Because then the final boss is after that. Yeah. And so then that thing. Dude, that's amazing. You killed the four fucking lions. I must have yeah. gotten super lucky because I think I only saw three at the most and i also just like made it through and escaped and like kept running (laughs) you only get the fourth one if you kill the one of the first three oh okay only three pop up i think and then you start kill them and then one dies and you're like oh good and then you're like oh shit why are there so there's another because i totally just booked it and i I made it through think about that yeah so when that happened and i killed the first one of them and another one showed up I just thought they would just keep reproducing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was that like, was this my is just a too. fucking loop uh, yeah. that I'm going to keep killing these fuckers and they're just going to keep coming back. That was my fear also, but unfortunately, it's just those three. Dude, yeah. Do you guys have those little, like, angel type dudes popping out of the ground and, like, throwing you weapons and stuff? Oh, hell yeah. Dude. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are you ever cool. those are real players. Yeah, absolutely. So, how does yeah. that work? It was like they're dead bodies. Yeah. Or, like, their souls. Oh. Okay. From where they died previously, I think. That's that was awesome. my assumption. That's very cool. It's like a, it's like Dark Souls. I think people brought this up before, but, like, remember in those games, you'll come across, like, something, and it'll say, like, don't step to the left or whatever. Do you yeah. guys remember that from yeah, Dark Yeah, I do. That's At good. least from Bloodborne. Really cool added thing in the game makes it more communal i think shane talked about this too i really love that aspect of it too that does you can't be negative to people in this game you know what i mean yeah and you're right i think it's really cool and it makes you feel so good when someone else helps you out in a pinch yeah i think i talked about it when i was talking about my time with this during our main podcast but that moment when you reach the top of a mountain and you're in need and there's a battery charger and a time fall shelter there. And you're yeah. like, I'm set. Yeah, exactly. Cause somebody, the exact same thing happened to somebody else. Yep. You know what I mean? And they had the resources to build it there and we're like, yep. Hey, I should build this. That's why I don't know. There are very cool aspects about this game that make it pretty fantastic. I think. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. we get too far away, I want to circle back to that main boss battle what did you guys think about that? It was just like the gigantic flying whale. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Up on top of that building and I'm shooting it. 
And to be quite honest, after a little while, I was like, this thing's not even really attacking me. Like, this is a cool boss battle and everything, but, like, it's kind of just, like, the same for, I don't know, 20 minutes of shooting the thing with rocket launchers. At least for me, that's what it was. Oh, really? I didn't. I think that was probably the most frustrated I got with the game, because I think I died several times, and it took forever to kill well, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I died a couple times, and it took forever to kill, but it wasn't, like hard if that makes sense it was just like a tank it was a bullet sponge that's what it was yeah i think that's why i got so frustrated with it is because it wasn't it wasn't necessarily challenging in a way that i felt rewarded exactly it was more annoying yeah so so that was a tiny bit of a letdown but just like the overall aesthetic was astounding (laughs) yeah i i agree with that and I also agree it wasn't a, a very rewarding boss to beat. The one I struggle the most with is uh, that really fucking tall guy that appears that his yeah. controlling. Dude, that guy I died so many times on. I um, died a couple times too. I could yeah. not get that one right. I, I died at least five times. Well, you and know? we should note, you played the game on hard, right? Yeah, I, I did. Yep. You should note that, too, because even oh, yeah, walking was easier for us. <laughs> yeah, I did not do that. I don't play any games on hard. Yeah, I played it on normal. You know, this is a change within the past eight months in me. I used to do everything on normal and just kind of go through it. But I don't know. I've just, like, decided that I'm going to play. And so Death Stranding was just easy for me from the beginning. And I was like, I want this to be more challenging. I like this world. Uh, So that's why I I jacked up up the difficulty setting. But even Jedi Fallen Order, you know, I'm playing that now and I'm playing that on Jedi Master. And I'm just like increasing, uh, you know, replaying The Witcher. I'm playing on uh, Death March. I'm playing Uh, that too. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And I'm just like, I don't know. Not on Death March. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) I thought that's what you were agreeing too is that you were playing in there no i, I, I don't know normal <laughs> i i don't know why i'm finding it more enjoyable to play on a harder setting when i i've literally never done that in my entire life before but anyways that's well, for another time you, so i'm the exact opposite i started playing every game on like easy because i just not that i want to finish it as fast as possible so i can move on to the next game but kind of that like there are so many good games i just want to play as many as possible so yeah for me, it depends on the game for sure, but on Fallen Order, I definitely turned... Like, Aaron admitted as much as well on his playthrough that he had to turn it down to easy on a couple bass battles, boss battles, and I totally did that. <laughs> Those damn bass bass Those bottles. fucking bass bottles. <laughs> the, uh, in the arena, I was really tempted to. I, uh, I actually I beat for... that part on normal. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, uh... but for... The the what's the the second sister was the main one like the harder one right all right sorry yeah. we're getting into fall north <laughs> shit yeah but I had to turn down boss uh, battles to easy <laughs> any other big points that you guys want to talk about yeah I do this game almost got ruined for me at oh, the oh. part where you make the choice because you're talking about the very oh, end whether yeah. to burn yeah okay TV so. Or not. Yeah, so once everything's revealed that Amelie is the extinction entity and she doesn't want to wait forever, which is really fucking selfish. This chick is like, I don't want to wait forever to for the world to end, so I'm just going to fucking end it now. Like, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah. I'm well, going really to kill everyone because I don't want to wait either, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, what are you going to do, Sam? And it's like this big epic buildup and... I immediately was like, 
fuck you. I'm yep. killing you. Agreed. And I pulled out the thing and shot her. Yeah, and it was dude. like, you failed. And I was like, fuck you, Kojima. And like, the whole world you are insulting me a little bit <laughs> by like having me put all this time. I dedicated all this brain power that he likes to make people spend on his thing. And then insults me with this false choice. Yeah, it but, was definitely that. I, you know what's funny is I tried to shoot her and it wouldn't let me. Yeah. yeah, bullets go right through. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And then it's like, game over. And I'm like, what do you mean, game over? And then I actually tried it again, and then I was like, what the fuck? Is there any way to not... Go up there and hug her? Exactly. Or and then yeah. it was like, no, you have to hug her. And I was like, fine. <laughs> and I, then, I'm not going to lie. I love the fact that it said game over. Because you don't see that in any games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, at that moment, it's just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? I wasn't uh, sure if that was legitimately just the end of the game. Yeah. For like a split second, I thought like Kojima might just be like game over and that's it. <laughs> and then yeah. You're done. Yeah. You know what? I'm sure there is somebody out there that had that experience and thought the game was over. Yeah, and just like probably. quit. <laughs> just like shut it up. And then yeah. they're going to listen to this podcast. They're going to turn it off yeah. right now uh, and go complete the game. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, once you do hug her, then she decides like it's okay for her to wait a hundred thousand years. Whereas before this like five minute conversation, she was prepared to kill every living thing just so she didn't have to sit around by herself. I don't know. That one little part just fucking irks me. <laughs> yeah, that was, I guess I didn't really, I mean, I caught that, but I guess I didn't think about it that much. Whoa, hold on, hold on guys. This is going into, you know, kind of like a mostly normal question here. But you're telling me that you would sit around with nothing to do in the middle of nowhere forever rather than just creating a mass extension. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I'd like to think that if I held the responsibility for all living things that I would just suck it up. Oh man, well you're a better person than me. Fucking I mean, extension entity. <laughs> Get all that shit. Destroy it all. Destroy yeah. all that shit. All the corruption and greed, which is fucking it's it's useless. Okay, and th- that was another thing though, is like you just spent forty hours of your life trying your ass off to like rebuild this world, and then she's like, Let's fucking burn it down. I was like, No way. I just worked so hard to fucking connect all this shit and you wanna burn it down. <laughs> Right. Your character and also, Sam, and that, that's the logical feeling. You know, that's what you should feel. Exactly. Um, but if you're in, you know, her shoes, fuck yeah, burn that shit down. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I I'm with AJ on this one. I'd probably <laughs> take her out, but I don't know. I've been studying meditation for the last like 18 months or so, so I gotta imagine somewhere in there you could probably just eventually reach a state of Zen, and it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, right? if you have that much time to master it. Yeah, I think. I don't know. But again, like you said, that's kind of getting me into a mostly normal question. <laughs> the one thing I know this might be annoying for AJ, but the part where at the end Mads Mikkelsen's character is like talking about how after they shoot him, basically the first time, and he's like laying there looking at BB and talking about how scared he was. Yeah. Because he would have to take care of BB and BB's mom, whoever that is. 
Yeah, I think he, he says something like, I can't just go out and get myself killed anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he's like, I realized that having you didn't didn't make me scared. It made me brave. Yeah. And I think uh, Shane can probably speak to this too, but like being a father, like you do have that moment of, fuck, man, this is like real shit. People's For lives sure. are depending on me to be a real actual man in my life. And like, it is scary as fuck. And then you realize oh, yeah. that, like, it does make you brave. Like, I didn't, I quit drinking because my son was born. Like, I would have never had the ability to do that if it wasn't for him, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. There's cool shit like that in there. I think that was the strongest point for me that hit pretty hard. That's awesome. And you're exactly right. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't say it any better than you did, so I won't. What else you guys got? We definitely so, don't have to end on a serious note. Kojima, you know, said that fun. this game was going to create a new genre. Do you guys oh, think yeah. it's a new genre? What are, your, what are your thoughts? I don't know, man. Games these days, it's so hard to put anything into a genre. Like, yeah. I feel like there are so many games that cross genres and blend. I feel like that's been a discussion when it comes to award shows over the last couple of years. Like, what game wins best action? I heard people talking about God of War as an action game couple weeks ago i like i don't consider god of war an action game i consider devil may cry an action game or bayonetta that's an action game god of war is not in the same class of games a action rpg uh, yeah action adventure rpg (laughs) which i feel is every game nowadays is an action adventure rpg yeah with the exception of death stranding yeah it doesn't Um, have any rpg elements yeah and like that is i I remember growing up and you know rpgs were so rare and you know they were exciting and cool was like i am kind of getting rpg'd out (laughs) you know uh it's just like everything has those mechanics i was like fuck and it was really nice having an open world game which you know death stranding is but not having any rpg elements to it kind of yeah but you are Oddly enough, you are kind of leveling up by getting new equipment, but yeah. it's not leveling up per se. You know, you're just getting new equipment that help you along your way. You don't have to worry about your build. Like next time you get a point, dude, this game would have taken 25 more hours if every time you got a point, you had to worry about if you were going to upgrade your boots or upgrade your backpack <laughs> or upgrade your suit. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm super glad it was not like that. But what do you think, Shane? Do you think it created a new genre? <laughs> it's a tough question. You I asked like, it, bro. I know, I know I did. <laughs> I don't think it did. I, I do not think it created a new genre. However, I think it focused more on the survival elements and having a just so survival elements and logistic planning inside an open world it made you prioritize things in a way that no other game i've ever seen has done now is that a new genre i don't think so but when it comes to prioritizing how the game is played that created a brand new system in my opinion so yeah it is cool that you can like if you put something that's 20 kilograms on your right arm and nothing on your left arm and something that's 20 kilograms on your right leg and nothing on your left leg, you will lean further to the right than you will to the left. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. 
and you said it before, before I was playing the game, and I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this game, but I'm going <laughs> to play it anyway. Because I heard it, remember you talking about it and saying this, and I was that sounds so stupid. And it's not, though. It's like so much. I don't know why. I don't know how he makes it fun, but it is. Yeah. And that's it. Like, it sounds so stupid. And, like, why would anybody ever want to play a game like this? Right. But you play the game and you're like, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think Shane wrote another question in there about, like, would you recommend, I know it's kind of a big issue or a hot topic with this game, would you recommend it to people? It's hard for me to answer that without saying yes, because I loved it so much. Yeah. So if like, I loved you... it, then I would recommend it, but I guess maybe you're not going to like it. I'm still going to tell you to play it. Because <laughs> yeah, it think... might be like you and be surprised that you like it. Yeah, exactly. I think that would probably be my answer, too. There are so many games out there. Like, I know I just brought up God of War, so it's in the forefront of my mind. But that game, I would hands down say, absolutely, you should play this game. Death Stranding, I'm not sure I could say that confidently to somebody. Just because it is such an investment, you know, like time-wise. It is a minimum of probably like 45 hours, 40 hours, like that. What do you think, Shane? I think everybody should play it. I don't think everybody will enjoy it uh you know if the majority of your gameplay you're playing you know nothing but sports games uh this is not going to be down your down your lane but i think everybody should try it because it is different than anything else out there you know so many games just borrow from another game and then don't do it quite as well and this is that's not this game. This game took its own unique idea, uh, something that was probably ridiculed and mocked whenever they were pitching uh, what this game was going to be. And they held to it and they made what I think is the best game on the PS4. And the I'm sorry, what was that? That's hardcore. That's I I know it is, and I stand behind it. <laughs> if you look at any other game on the PS4, it borrowed from something. The main mechanics of this game are, are completely unique. That, that's something I think everybody should experience. Now, does that mean complete the game? No. Most folks would not complete the game. But for those that the mechanics speak to them, yeah, you know, then they're in for a treat, as the three of us were. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I do have oh, one more final thing. Go for it. The beat em up with uh, Higgs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And what did she say? She didn't shoot him, but did he die? I can't remember. Oh, he's stuck on the beach, right? But then he kills himself. Oh, yeah, because you hear the gun go off. That's Correct. right. Correct, yep. Uh, she left him with a gun. And oh, that's something else that's really fascinating was the metaphor with that gun, with the gun, actually, as well, um, that we didn't touch on. But that's wait what is the a, metaphor behind a half an hour long conversation um in itself um, i don't know that i know what you're talking about oh so we were talking earlier about when amelie hands you the gun right and leaves you at the beach and says something along the lines of the the use of this gun it's not it's normal usage or you know we're not done with this yet something along those lines but that's the same gun that killed cliff which also killed sam when he was a bb um and sent him to the beach originally 
And then he can't use the gun to kill Amelie at that moment. You know, as we talked about, he has the hug. But then whenever the five comrades that he's uh, with are searching for him throughout the beaches, it's the gun that they find and how they track down Sam and find him to bring him back from the beach uh, yeah. is through that gun, which is... It's like his connection with it. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was super cool uh, yeah. and fascinating. Also... Uh, actually, something that I want to highlight is so at that moment, you know, you see in the logo of Death Stranding, those five beings kind of floating in the air. Yeah. Uh, what they were. Do you guys have any ideas on what they were? Have you heard any of the speculation on those? Uh-uh. So I heard two conflicting thoughts. So wait, solid snake, um, liquid snake. Revolver Ocelot. That's it. You nailed it. Meryl and Otacon. Uh, no, that's a completely new one that you just created, and I'm sure is going to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. Um, no, so uh, I heard that they. Uh, one report is that they're the five extinction uh, previous five extinction extinction entities. Oh yeah. Uh, that are overlooking but then the other uh i heard it's the, the characters that are looking for you so uh dead man fragile uh lock me uh Hartman. die hardman oh yeah die hardman yeah uh so when they're looking for you those are the five figures that are in the air trying to find you all right so, um, you yeah, didn't even thought, talk about Hartman. and he's my favorite character of all of those characters. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought it was cool. Like he, his story is cool too. I was going to talk about that after Mama too, but I'm sure we led into something else. That he was in heart surgery, so that's why his these things are very obscure and stupid. And like, if you're looking from the outside in without any context at these ideas that Kojima comes up with, but then as soon as you give these ideas context, it actually makes you think more about the character and why they're going through it and that the guy's going through it every day to try to find his wife and daughter like yeah. every 21 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah he dies uh, and comes crazy. back to life every 21 minutes yeah in Time three minute intervals uh, the, uh, like, uh, and the fact that he lives on a heart lake uh, it's yeah. the crater it's... that killed his family the crater yeah. made the heart shaped lake yeah it's a heart shaped really? crater yeah I didn't really explosion Dude, I, I'm pretty sure it was from the explosion that the the void out that destroyed his family, I think, made the heart shaped crater. That's so crazy. <laughs> you know, like I put sixty eight hours into this game, and through our conversation, I'm still learning things about. This yeah, game. that's in that's nuts. <laughs> Absolutely fucking nuts. <laughs> so awesome, sweet everybody. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, this has been the mostly normal gamers podcast side hustle series death stranding spoiler cast uh if you enjoyed uh this broadcast check into our weekly podcast regularly scheduled time coming out on fridays uh, and it. definitely give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast service uh you Do that follow too. us on absolutely <laughs> uh, you can follow us on twitter at minnesota gamers podcast uh, let us know your take on Death Stranding and everything that we chatted about here. Uh, you can find me at SimGameShane. AJ, what about you? You can find me at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E. Give me a follow. John, what about you? And I'm at Johnny Sampsonite. 
Good stuff. Thanks Ooh. for listening, everybody. Uh, Bye. Until we talk to you again. Make a time, guys. Happy gaming.